Hi everyone, I'm just popping on to let you know that registration for our Ireland trip will go live this Friday, October 6th at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. The link will go up on Instagram stories. If you do not have Instagram, please send us an email. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com and we will do our best to get that link to you at 8 a.m. The trip is going to be June 22nd through the 29th of 2024. You will fly in and out of Dublin. The cost is $33.39 per person. That does not include airfare. What it does include is all of your lodging, your transportation once you're in Ireland, the majority of meals, and the majority of the activities once we're there. It There are a few optional activities like surfing, for example, which will be an additional cost, but probably no more than $100 or $200. There are payment plans available for as little as $99 down deposit per person. And there is also a 60-day refund window where if you register for the trip and then decide within 60 days that it's not for you, you can get that deposit back. Please let us know what other questions you have. We'll be doing some Q&A on Instagram stories this week. You can also email us your questions. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. We're so, so, so excited for this trip. We hope you're excited too, and we cannot wait for Friday. Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. Welcome to another episode of 10 Years Later and we're still podcasting. (laughs) Welcome. We hope you guys are having a fantastic week. We are so excited. Today we have a really fun guest, Helen from Act and Acre. We are really excited because a couple of weeks ago we had a conversation, um, as you guys have heard on a few of our recent episodes, Act and Acre is one of our new amazing sponsors. And we were connected with this brand and with the amazing founder, Helen, and we were having a chat with her and she was just like immediately went directly into blowing our minds with <laughs> busting a lot of myths around our hair health. And we're like, you know what? We just need to have her on. She is an amazing expert in this field. And um, yeah, welcome, Helen. Welcome, Helen Reeve. Thank you so much. Yeah, we were just kind of like blown away. I wanted to hear more of what you had to say. So we're like, let's please have her on the show. Oh, thank you guys. And I loved our conversation because anyone that will listen to me about hair myths, I just love them. (laughs) (laughs) I could talk about this all day long. I have honestly been thinking about our conversation since we had it. Let's start out. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. I still can't pronounce this correctly. A trick call, trick You just, you, you do it. You do it. Yeah. So it's actually a trichologist. See? Oh, trichologist. Yeah. Okay. Trichologist. So basically we study the science of scalp and hair structure and what it really kind of the easiest way to describe it is we bridge the gap between your hairstylist and your dermatologist. And how did you get into that? Sorry. Oh, yes. I'll introduce myself. Sorry, too. <laughs> I'm Helen Reavy. Um, I am originally from uh, Northern Ireland, um, a very large country. Um, and I moved to America about 10 years ago. But um, I have been a hairstylist for 20 years. So I worked originally almost 10 years in a hair salon in Ireland before I moved to New York for one opportunity to work at Fashion Week. So I packed my bags and came here uh, almost 11 years ago. And since then I have been working in doing hair in editorial, fashion, for advertising campaigns, and then some celebrities on red carpet. And then back in 2019, 
um, we decided, to, myself and my husband, who uh, started the brand with me, to start Acton Acre. And because of my uh, you know, experience in the past, being a hairstylist, um, and I was also taught by a trichologist in hair school, so that's where this originally started and my passion around scalp health because it was kind of ingrained in me at the beginning. I didn't know any different. I, I was taught that scalp was so important to healthy hair growth. And so I've always had an interest in this. I went back to school to become a trichologist to really understand scalp conditions, to be able to, to diagnose and help people with various different scalp conditions and hair loss. And that's when we started Actinacre, which is a scalp care brand. So think of skincare for your scalp. So everything is focused around creating a healthy environment for your hair to grow. So before we dive into the brand and the amazing products that you have and all the myths that we're going to bust, I cannot, I, I am a pop culture freak of nature. I love all things pop culture and I do love some palace intrigue. Oh, what? And Claire. more than anything, Joy loves a behind the scenes moment. I really she do. lives for the behind the scenes. I live for it. So I was doing a little <laughs> bit of internet stalking. And can you bust this myth that you did some work on SNL with Harry Styles? I did indeed. Yes, <laughs> I did his hair for that week. Well, actually, we did, did his hair for quite a while. Um, and that actually was one of the most fun weeks of my life. Oh my gosh. So you were like working on it on that week of SNL. No, I work with Harry Styles. So he just happened to be. Oh, the... not just SNL. You were like yeah. Harry and I. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For everyone listening, I wish you could see Joy just trying to restrain herself physically from just asking so many more questions about Harry Styles. Yeah, I'm really going to try to be respectful of not making this about pop culture. But I just I love I love a behind the scenes moment. And I love that you I mean, first of all, I love that you got the opportunity to come for Fashion Week. And you're like, and here I am. Can you give us any type of behind the scenes of like Fashion Week or something that was like really fun for you when you're working in that like, high celeb environment? I'm not talking about secrets, or I don't care about like busting people's privacy. I just more like want to know, like, are they real well, humans? Like, are they real humans? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I think like I counted it up recently and gave a stat, and my husband was shocked. But because um, I used to go off four times a year for about a month at a time for the different fashion weeks, so I've done over 500 fashion shows uh, around the world. But like, I was so blessed. We got to do shows like in the craziest of places, the most incredible like castles in the world, event spaces, venues with the most amazing people. Um, I was very lucky to work under the incredible Sam McKnight, who um, has been around for years as one of the top hairstylists in the world. And he um, is very famous for doing Princess Diana's hair when she got married. And then he also had created the Kate Moss look, you know. Uh, so I'm very lucky that I got to travel with him doing Chanel, Fendi, every like numerous shows around the world. But there was one particular event that I remember, um, and this was with him for Fendi, and it was the night before the show. This was in Milan, and I think actually this was my first ever season with him back in 2013. And uh, he arrived back and he was like, okay, Carl doesn't like the color of the wigs, so we need to dye them. And who here has a color specialist or expert or who can do color? And I'm like, hands up, I can do color. <laughs> so I had to go off uh, in like around 5 p.m. that evening. Everything was starting to close and find a color to dye these wigs. So we picked up 
black dyes everywhere, every single pharmacy. I think we cleared it out of the black dyes because it was like maybe 70 to 80 wigs that need to be colored. And so we, I came back, continued to color all of these wigs. We had a little bit of a like conveyor belt situation going on where I was coloring all the wigs and it would go to someone else. It would wait for 20 minutes. They would rinse it, it would go to someone else. They would uh, blow dry it. Someone else would cut it and then someone else would style it. And there was probably about 20 of us within this team doing this. And we worked throughout the entire night. Um, we had enough time just to shower and change and go to the venue the next day to start the show because it was like maybe a 7 a.m. call time or something. And we arrive and we put the wigs on, we do the show. And at the end, Carl came up to Sam and was like, this is so beautiful. And just that moment standing beside him when this is done and watching those wigs walk down the catwalk, I was like, okay. I've done everything I need to do right now. I, I'm retired. Oh <laughs> what color God. did they start out yeah. as? Like two shades lighter. Like oh not even gosh. like a drastic difference, but yeah, he was know, just like, no, they need to be black. Totally. And you know what? It taught me so much about you know pres- precision. It, not really perfection, but really kind of like those tiny little details that you think don't matter, but when you see it at the end, you realize actually, wow, that does make such a difference because you're considering like the light on the catwalk, the model, how that's gonna shine on the hair. Like every kind of moment is detailed and thought about to the last. It's incredible and it taught me so much um, detail on how to never give up and always push for it to be right. That is a great story. I, I could probably talk the entire hour just about those experiences of like, <laughs> because you see, you do, there's, there's people that when they have such a specific vision and some people may look at it and be like, oh, that's, you know, what is a small detail like that? But it's actually such a huge detail that they know what they want and they're not going to settle for anything less. Exactly. And I think that kind of like a, has fallen, like, that's kind of part of who I am as well in our business as well. There's certain things that I'm like, okay, I don't need to push that. But then there's other details, especially around imagery or photo shoots or product details, how it works. And I will, I could go for three years before I approve an actual product to be ready to go on the shelf from packaging to what goes in the product because it is all those tiny little details. And that's why I'm so grateful for how he really was such a mentor to me. Um, and it really kind of like shows in my work today. Did you always know that you wanted to go into that world, like that world of high fashion? So no, actually, um, because I didn't even know I wanted to be a hairstylist. I actually went to school to do business and marketing first. And that's where I met my husband. So I'm actually, I know that was meant to be my 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 path in a way because I wouldn't have met him so that was 22 years ago that I met him first day of college and then afterwards I decided okay I really want to give hair a go because I was doing it like I was cutting everyone's hair in college doing friends hairs for various different occasions coloring hair and when I think back to how I colored people's hair and cut it it was a disaster but um, you have to start somewhere and um, yeah I when I went to school then it just, I realized, wow, this is the first time that I felt like I was really good at something um, because never really liked sports in school. I liked art and creative things, but you know, never really understood how that, what a career path would be from that. 
Um, I enjoyed business and marketing. That was just something I enjoyed, so I went to study that. But when I went to hair school, I was like, wow, okay, where have you been my whole life? This is, I knew a thousand percent this is the path that I wanted to take. And then while I was in hair, like in the salon, I used to do a lot of competitions, travel the world on the Irish team, doing these crazy hairstyles. And someone bought me a book um, on Sam, Sam McKnight that was like a, a lot of different kind of like editorial hairstyles. So I used to buy the magazines and read who was doing the hair. And this was before Instagram. So you couldn't just like Google someone really and understand like and see their work. So um, it was really amazing. I would just always collect these magazines. And then I realized I started to understand that this world existed. I didn't really understand how to do it or how or even if it really existed so once I realized that I was like yeah this is definitely the path for me I feel like people will often talk about these little skills that they had like I've tried cutting people's hair just like off the cuff and it has turned out terribly like I have no instinct for how to make that happen so I think it also speaks like if you were just like oh yeah I was just like cutting my friend's hair most people can't just like cut their friend's hair like and I remember the first haircut I ever tried to give I was like a guy first of all you know I was working as a raft guide so I was like in a warehouse effectively and this guy had this like big afro of curly hair. He was white, but he had this like big, you know, super curly hair. And he's like, can you give me a trim? I didn't know what I was doing. He ended up looking horrendous, like hilariously awful to the point where the next day I got there and he had shaved his head. And I was like, well, I have clearly no natural talent for this. And I think there are things like that. You know, if you're able, if you were, you're saying like, oh yeah, I was just like cutting and coloring my friend's hair in college with no training. Like obviously you had a natural knack for it. I don't know anyone else who was just like, oh, yeah, I just was like coloring hair and my friends kept coming to me. It was great. (laughs) No, well, true. Yeah, it's like something that I was just really interested in and especially creating hairstyles on people like cutting. You know, I did like enjoy that and coloring, but it was really kind of creating a full look for someone that I really enjoyed. Like I did a friend's like sister's wedding, (laughs) did everyone's hair for that one day, you know? So it was like just moments like that, that I just find myself just truly loving. So let's get into the brand and how that was developed and where we are now. So you started to see that there was a lack in quality of products or what was the aha moment where you wanted to do your own brand of products specifically for the scalp? Well, I'd been doing hair or sorry, doing fashion week and working with Sam for about six years. And the natural progression after that, when you move on from your mentor, you get signed by an agent and then you start to do kind of like lead your own shows. So it was my first show that I was leading at Paris Fashion Week. And I had flown in like 30 hairstylists to be on my team. We had 50 models. And actually it's so funny because we were doing a black wig as well on these. Um, but uh, the night before my husband had flown in to surprise me because he was just like, this is a big deal. I want to be there for you. And um, the night before I was like, you know, saying that the girls had come from, you know, New York to London to Milan, now Paris. So they've been doing numerous shows per week, having so much product added to their hair. They're staying in hotels, probably using crap shampoo, conditioners, things like that, not washing their hair properly. So you start to see things like, you know, a lot of dry scalp, a lot of redness, a lot of soreness, very sensitive to touch, things like that. The hair was super flat, dull and wouldn't perform. 
And I said, I wish I had something just to give them tonight to take home, to break down all that product, soothe their scalp and just bring the hair back to life. And for me, that was just like how I spoke about hair and that was normal to me. But for my husband, he said that's when the light bulb moment went off for him. And so he flew back to New York and he had obviously thought about this. And he phoned me and he said, I've been thinking about this for days and I think we should start a brand. And that's how Acton Acre started. I think it's interesting to hear you talk about how you really liked marketing and business in college. I work in marketing. I've worked in marketing for about 12, 13 years. And then to hear you talk about what you loved about styling, it also feels like you are such a natural brand person. Like when you think about what makes a brand stand out, it's those details that other people don't think about until they realize, oh, it's that it's that subtlety in the font or it's that subtlety in the photo lighting or the, you know, it's the way that you never show someone who's not in a group or it's the way that you never show someone who's indoors. I'm speaking to myself. I work in the outdoor industry, you know, like those little things where somebody might not look at the brand and think, oh, I noticed that there's never someone by themselves in the photos. But then if you point it out, you realize like, oh, okay. But, and that like, you know, brings about that feeling of connectivity, whatever the case may be. But when you were talking about, oh, I really liked branding in college that immediately was, I made like, I kind of thought, oh, well, this is, these things are connected. You know, you notice these little pieces of the fashion show and what, you know, you're talking about your own brand and your own products. Like those things, I think it's just very interesting to think about how this thread of like noticing that little thing that other people don't really pay attention to, even down to like noticing that, you know, this hair is getting kind of dull and it's probably because you guys are washing with like crappy hotel shampoo, like these little pieces that other people wouldn't pick up on. I just think it's so great. Thank you for noticing that. <laughs> I know it, it really is like those tiny little details. Um, probably someone else, as you said, wouldn't notice those things and you don't even realize you're doing it yourself. But for me, and something that's kind of like been that thread throughout everything is, I just care about a feeling for people. I'm like, what is it that you're feeling when you're using our product? And that kind of comes to like even the reason behind the name Act an Acre. So Act for me was like that moment of ritual, the action of doing, whether that be in your real life, like serving people or like doing in the shower, taking that moment to yourself. Um, and it's the only time of the day really that you don't have your phone on you. So it is that moment that you're with yourself and how do we get that back and elevate your ritual for the day. And then the acre is, you know, from land and nature due to the plant-based ingredients we use, the co-process method that we use. And then nature for me, it's like, I love those earthy tones. You'd see that throughout the brand and the textures of nature. Like sometimes you'll see a tree and, you know, it'll look like hair flowing, you know, little details like that, that I just love. And when we're creating our mood boards and things like that, you'll always see these different elements. So when we started talking to you, we were immediately blown away. Like we said, where we're like, oh my gosh, there's so many myths that we need to bust. So what are like the main things that you're super passionate about educating people? Because we have a lot of listeners and females, 25 to 45, a lot of people at different stages of their life, probably using products 
correctly, incorrectly, we don't know. But I know that I was in that camp of like, hearing the rhetoric around don't wash your hair every day. And then when I met you, I was like, well, thank you, because I like to wash my hair every day. So what are some myths that you're really passionate about educating people? Well, the first one, obviously, and one I say to everyone is, don't be afraid to wash your hair every day. It's the first question that I get asked when someone meets me and they realize I'm a hairstylist. Like, oh my God, how often should you wash your hair? Um, so it, there really isn't a one size fits all. So it's broken down into a few different categories and it really is around, you know, your lifestyle as well and if you have certain scalp concerns. But the general message is that, you know, it really is a myth that you shouldn't wash your hair every day or too often. Um, The damage is actually done when you blow dry your hair, you add heat tools to it. And so that's why I say it's not a one size fits all because... If you're washing your hair once a week, you've got a thick, coarse textured hair, you maybe have a lot of blonde in it, you've no problem with your scalp at all, then go ahead, wash your hair once a week. That's totally fine. But if you are having, you know, oiliness on your roots, your hair looks dull, your hair is lifeless, it's flat, and it's not, the texture just isn't being created properly in it, you have an itchy scalp maybe, you have some dry flakes, then actually there are studies done to show that if you wash your hair daily, these issues will go away. So if you want a good hair day, and I know myself, if I want a good hair day, I just need to wash my hair. Um, And actually you're not washing your hair, you're cleansing your scalp. So think of it, your scalp is an extension of your face. It actually ages six times faster than your face as well. So when we're not like massaging it daily, getting the blood flow to the hair follicle, if we're not washing it daily to remove those dead skin cells, then this is when various different scalp conditions can come in. But again, I want to reiterate that, you know, if you have drier textured hair, nothing wrong with your scalp, it's okay to, you know, go a little bit longer. But if you're in a polluted city, you're, you've got oily roots or, you know, dryness on your scalp, you're just finding that your hair is dull and lifeless and maybe you're working out a lot, then you really do need to wash your hair daily. Okay, I have a question about that and this is what I've been thinking about since the last time we chatted. If you are someone who is like, yeah, I do have some scalp issues or I work out every day or you know, I have really oily scalp, whatever, some the things you just mentioned, but I also am someone who maybe works in a more formal environment or something where I feel like, I need to heat style my hair every time I wash it. What advice would you give that person? Because that person is me. Okay. (laughs) First off, we try and diagnose kind of like what's going on with your scalp. If it's really oily roots, but you have to blow dry your hair, that means that you probably have a drier textured hair um, and maybe a bit more of like a wave kind of to it. So that means that you probably shouldn't be getting oily scalp. So then there's something else going on there. So what I'm thinking is going on there is you're either, number one, not washing your hair properly, and that's why you're getting oily roots, and you possibly have a silicone buildup because 99% of conditioners have silicone in it. And this silicone builds up over time, acting like a plastic coating. So if you've ever washed your hair and you find like, oh, in here, still looks a bit greasy, that's you haven't washed your hair properly and you have have silicone buildup. If you have oily roots like down to here, that all are sorry, nobody can see this here, but if you have oily roots, it's like, like maybe, two inches from your their part, from like your middle part. part yeah. yeah. Or in under at the nape, you know, that's usually a silicone billow. Because if you've got oily hair, it's just usually comes in just very close to the root, and you'll probably have very oily skin as well. So you can, you know, 
Usually if you have an oily, oily face, you probably have an oily scalp as well, but various different things that we can do to help combat this here. Um, so if you have you know, that silicone buildup on your hair, then you're gonna to want to learn how to wash your hair properly. <laughs> so you can start by adding something like a scalp treatment, either um, a chemical exfoliant, which has salicylic acid in it, like our Scalp Renew, it will help balance the oil. It'll also help remove that silicone buildup if there's anything there. Secondly, how to wash your hair properly. You're gonna get into the shower and you're gonna thoroughly wet your hair. Then you're gonna part it so that you your hair comes over both shoulders. You're gonna get your shampoo. You're gonna to try to avoid shampoos that are very thin and lather up very easily. And the reason why is because they probably have a lot of sulfates. And what they will do is make you, because they lather up very fast, you wanna make you think that you've washed your hair properly. Um, so you'll get your shampoo, couple of pumps in your hand and add water to create a nice lather, like a creamy lather in your hand. And then you're gonna start in at the nape of your neck, moving to the crown area, because this is the part that everybody misses. If I look at someone's scalp under a microscope, they've got issues going on like seborrheic dermatitis, a dandruff, a irritation, itchiness, dryness. It's always around the crown and the nape of the neck area. And this is due to not washing your hair properly. So then what happens is there's a bit of a residue buildup, fragrance can cause irritants, product left on the scalp can cause allergies, things like that. And so from there, you'll get another couple of pumps and you'll do the temples and then you'll do the, the top of the head. You will let that kind of dissolve while you're massaging it in. If you need to add more water, it, it shouldn't lather up too much your first shampoo. It should just be a nice kind of gentle lather. And then you're gonna rinse and repeat that process. And when you get to that second shampoo, what you've done is the first shampoo has removed any kind of pollutants, build up on the scalp, product build up, kind of oil build up on the scalp as well. And then the second shampoo, you're kind of working with a cleaner scalp, so you're gonna get a better lather. And the second will actually cleanse the scalp. It's the same if you're, same kind of rules that apply to your face. The first will kind of dissolve any makeup, dead skin and oil. The second will really kind of give that scalp and face a deep clean. Okay, so my problem, I used oily as a, an example, but actually my problem is that my scalp is too dry and I have dry skin. So it gets flaky and then of course, then I go to blow dry it and then like it just, you know, the flake just like blows around like party confetti. It's like, yay, we're so excited we're here. Is it? But is it kind of the same principle? Like I'm probably, am I probably washing my hair incorrectly still? Yeah. Yes, I would, I would say you're probably washing your hair incorrectly because... There shouldn't really be, even if you have dandruff or anything like that, if you wash your, your scalp correctly and add a treatment in as well, maybe our scalp detox, because if you have more flakes, it's an oil treatment, so it will help hydrate the scalp. It'll also help remove those dead flakes and anything else on the scalp, and then double cleanse after that. But if it was dandruff, what I would suggest, and maybe for someone like yourself as well, uh, because you have to go to the office and you want to blow dry your hair and add heat is for two weeks for 14 days straight if you have dandruff or something going on with your scalp I'm going to suggest that you wash your hair for that period of time until it goes away and the reason why is if you have dandruff and it's very hard to distinguish the difference between dryness and dandruff unless you come to a trichologist yeah what is the difference so with dandruff usually under the microscope you will see there'll be a lot of dead skin cells throughout the scalp 
but they'll have a yellowish tint to it and they'll be quite large, the flakes. Dry scalp will be small, fine, white flakes. But again, it's very hard for someone to understand unless you see it under a microscope. But with dandruff, what a lot of people don't realize is that it's a, it's a fungus infection called Malaysia. And Malaysia feeds off the lipids that are in our natural oils. So the longer we go without washing our hair, the more it feeds and the, the more it grows on the scalp. So it's actually really, really important if you do have dandruff to shampoo your hair every 24 hours because after 24 hours, your natural oils come to the surface of the scalp and then this is when they start to breed. I know it sounds a little bit gross, it's not that bad, but uh, really important to avoid anything with oils or lipids like your conditioners going anywhere near your scalp because this is what makes it worse. So if you're then styling with a hair oil and you're touching your scalp, then it's actually making it grow even more. So for a 14 day period, try to use anything with salicylic acid because it has antifungal properties in it and then shampooing every day for 14 days to get rid of that. If it's dry scalp, I would suggest, you know, an oil treatment to like really help hydrate the scalp, shampoo for a few days straight just to get rid of the flakes and then you can start to like go a little longer. Adding serums to it, really good at the end of the process to keep the scalp hydrated and act like a barrier for the skin as well. Because a lot of the times our microbiome is disrupted, our pH is off and we've disrupted the barrier on the scalp as well. Maybe some sun damage, uh, adding too much heat to it, lots of different things. And then also the temperature of your shower. Which should yeah, be... Yeah, I'm like a boiling hot shower Not a boiling, lover. not too yeah. hot. Not too hot. <laughs> and not extreme cold either, just kind of like that somewhere in between. And um, we shall be launching something very soon, but I will suggest that people think about filtering their water on a shower. <laughs> just like put that just, little just thought in your brain. <laughs> just little, well, people would assume, right? before we know all this, before we're educated by a trichologist, is that if your hair is flaky, you're like, oh, maybe I'm washing too much. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm not going to wash my hair. And then it kind of goes on this vicious cycle. I will put a plug in for your Instagram because your Instagram has so many good videos with you, Helen, talking about scalp health. And I think there was one that was like a close-up of uh, under the microscope scalp and you were like kind of talking through what was going on with it. And I was so grossed out, like in a good way where I was like, this is kind of the shock stuff we need to see to understand what's going on with our head. And I love too what you said about like your scalp is an extension of like what's going on with your face. Well, duh, it's like they're right there. It doesn't just stop when your hairline starts. And this is all just blowing my mind. Yeah. And Right. When you said that, I was like, I've never, I don't know what it is about my scalp. It, it does feel like a, well, duh, that I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just like another skin that you got to take care of. But I only ever think about my hair and not my actual scalp. I have a quick question before we move on from showering and shampooing. Are there any like drugstore style or drugstore level shampoos that you recommend for people, you know, that are like, are there any shampoos that you love that are an approachable price point? Hmm. <laughs> She's like, nope. <laughs> I know but that's important to too. Like, that's I, I. I actually want to know that of like because you read and hear, and I don't know what's an ad anymore these days. When you're like seeing in style promote certain products, they're always like, "Buy this on Amazon. We love it." And I'm like, "Who loves it? Is this you know?" So I want to know exactly from an expert what mm -hmm. we should be buying. What, what should we? What we should be what looking should be for? Looking for? Yeah, I know it's a really good question. 
And because I would have been one of those people years ago that used any kind of brand. I don't I don't want to name any brands or anything like that because um, when I first started working in the salon, then I was introduced to very good quality hair care. And if you actually think about it, if you were to break it down per day, how much it costs you, a good shampoo versus a drugstore shampoo probably costs around the same if you're using it properly. Um, because, you know, you're using a small amount. I, you tend to see, like, or see people like with drugstore just pouring it out and using a lot on their hair. It's full of, you know, some of them are full of a lot of sulfates and instantly you can smell like very heavy fragrance. So with all our products, we don't use any fragrance in any of our scalp treatments. It is scented naturally with some uh, different oils. So you might smell a hint of peppermint or basil or something like that, um, or some other various different ingredients within it because fragrance is one of the number one causes of a lot of these scalp issues. So you get dryness from uh, being irritated by fragrance, seborrheic dermatitis, dandruff, all these things can be caused by fragrance and certain ingredients stripping the scalp. So yeah, it also, like I noticed when I worked in the salon, when I shampooed, I would get seborrheic dermatitis on my hands. So that's where kind of like a lot of this comes from as well. Um, so yes, there's no brand that I can recommend, but when you are looking, looking for like sulfate-free shampoo, one that looks a bit more concentrated, very light on fragrance or zero fragrance would be best or seeing kind of like a lot of people listed as fragrance because you know they're allowed to but there could be so many other allergens within that and you just can't see what's in that fragrance you know so we list everything that's in our product uh, from like everything we use to naturally fragrance it and things like that as well so it's very important to kind of see those and maybe take a step back and go okay you know how much am I going to use of this what's the price break it down per day um, and kind of like use it very gently and use it sparingly as well. Like when you get a good shampoo, you don't need a whole lot of it. I was just, as soon as you were like, you know, you gotta, you should be shampooing twice per shower. I was like, oh man, that's a lot of shampoo. But you're right. When you're, I stayed at a hotel last night and the crappy hotel shampoo, you have to like practically cup your hands underneath it to get enough to make it feel like it's working versus the nicer stuff that you use. It's like, you can just use a little boop and it feels like it actually is concentrated and you can get it in there. So, I mean, I want to think like, oh shoot, that's going to be way too expensive, but you're right. The cheaper the shampoo you get, the more you have to use anyway. And yeah, would you like use it on your face? That's always a good test for me. If I wouldn't touch my face with it, then I'm not going to touch my scalp with it. Oh, I like that. Because you're right. I'm not not sitting in the hotel bathroom using that body wash on my face. No. Yeah. And the other thing that you said when we met that has stuck with me is your hair is dead. You're like, your hair is dead. It's the scalp that really needs to be healthy. But we're just like putting all this stuff in our hair, thinking more about our hair instead of where our hair comes from. I know this sounds like so elementary probably to you where you're like, duh, I've been doing. But when you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is these are the things we all just don't think about because we're just we're, we're bombarded with so many products and we're just kind of taking the word for it. We don't really understand what is what. So we just buy what's on the shelves or maybe what's on sale. Well, and Joy, what I liked what you said earlier, too, about like it, you can't tell what's just marketing anymore. So that's why. You know, when we talked to you, it just made me start, my wheels start turning so much that I've taken for granted. I'm I'm kind of at this point with honestly, almost all kind of personal care products where I'm like, I have heard, I have seen marketing and headlines in every direction. You know, 
you should stop shampooing your hair altogether. You should never wash your hair again a day in your life. You should, you know, never like use XYZ on your face. You should stop flossing. Like there's all these headlines where you're like, that that doesn't really make sense, but okay, I mean, I could try it. So to actually break it down into like, okay, this is actually what we're dealing with. And then you can kind of go make your decisions based on the actual like, here's what you should focus on and it's actually your scalp health and here's why that's important and here's why, you know, here's the difference between dry skin and fungus living on your scalp. I think that when it comes to the health of your hair, that was a light bulb moment for me as well because we're led to believe like, oh, all you need is just this hair mask. That's going to help you with your thinning hair or whatever, which actually leads us into the next thing we want to talk about, which is hair loss. As soon as we started posting about your products, we got so many messages from people saying, "Oh my gosh, I really want to try this. I'm I'm getting I'm having hair loss. Is it going to work?" And when we chatted with you earlier, you were you brought up some good points about the different types of hair loss. If we if we're ready, let's let's pivot into talking about hair loss. Let's take a quick break to hear about this week's sponsor. As you probably know, we are interviewing Helen Reavy, the founder of Act and Acre, for this episode, and they are our sponsors this week. We've been raving about this product. We love the business. We love Helen. She's so lovely to talk to. We hope you've been enjoying this interview so far. Her products are so incredible and helpful for our hair. We've heard about great hair care, but this isn't hair care. It's scalp care. 50% of people suffer from hair concerns. 50% of people experience hair loss before the age of 40. Your scalp ages six times faster than your face. Helen is educating us about all the issues we need to care about with our scalp. We love a great product. Have we let you down over the years? We always bring you the best of the best. Actin Acre is a line of scalp products that treat common scalp conditions like hair thinning, dandruff, flakes, and oily scalp. This is an expert-developed Helen. The founder is a board-certified trichologist. I was saying it wrong. It's a trichologist who specializes in holistic scalp health. Clinical study by Princeton Lab shows the routine removes 95% of buildup from scalp and hair. You probably know your skin type, but do you know your scalp type? Take their two-minute quiz online and find out what type of scalp you have and which products would work best for you. You'll receive a personalized report with recommendations on how to take care of your scalp. Take the quiz at actinacre.com. That's A-C-T-A-N-D-A-C-R-E.com to get your custom scalp routine. Our listeners get a discount. Enter code JOY20, that's J-O-Y-2-0, JOY20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Thank you so much for supporting these great sponsors. Over the years, you have been listening to us talk about wonderful people and sponsors that support our show. We really mean it. This means a lot. When you support our sponsors, you're supporting the show. Okay, now back to our interview with the one and only Helen Reavy. I'm going to that point of like the hair being dead and the scalp health being the most important. It's hard because we're always looking for a quick fix. You know, if you've got hair loss, you expect it just to come back tomorrow if you use this one product, this miracle product, which doesn't exist. And it is, it's hard to educate and help people understand that taking care of your your scalp now is for your better hair. And, you know, in five years from now or in six months from now, and you actually will have to, and if you take care of your scalp, you won't have to use as many products on the ends of your hair as well. So you will save a bit of money there. Like I really 
you, if you take care of your scalp and that new hair growth coming through healthy, thick, shiny in its best state, and then you shouldn't really have to use a whole lot of products on it. But yeah, getting to the point of hair loss, like really we've seen the number increase so much, like it's 50% of the population before the age of 40 will experience some type of hair loss. And I think after COVID as well, and I was one of those that experienced hair loss. And it's it. I think the reason why with COVID is because we don't absorb the minerals properly after having COVID is what they've um, kind of like realized now. So when you're one mineral off, um, your body goes to protect, send the minerals to every other organ in your body. And the last to get it is your, is your hair because your body, it's not, it's not important because as I said, it is dead protein that's coming out. It's like, well, we don't need that. So we can just let that go. So it's, you know, important to us, our hair, but to the body, it's like, well, I don't, I don't need that for anything. Um, but when it comes to like mental health and people, hair is so important. It's the first thing that we notice in someone when we see them. It's something that maybe, you know, has become a part of you and who you are. And so, yeah, I experienced it myself and it was devastating. I'll never forget when it started and I was combing my hair and, you know, people have reached out to me a lot about hair loss and, you know, I'm like, so how much hair are you losing each day in your brush? Um, because they would panic a little bit sometimes and, you know, if you're washing your hair every day, you're going to lose 100 hairs. Um, if you've leave, left it three or four days without washing it, then you're going to have about four or 500 hairs, you know, in, in on average around that in the hairbrush. Because if you're not brushing it daily, it's not being removed. Um, so that can be scary to people sometimes, but just to kind of like set the difference there between, you know, normal hair loss daily and then when it's excessive hair loss. Um, so normal in the brush each day, but if you're starting to see like, kind of like your scalp a little bit more through it, uh, this is called diffuse hair loss and usually happens or occurs after a stressful event. Um, maybe after an operation, you might've started a diet, you might've been um, on some medication, had a baby, there's hormonal different imbalances, things like that. And the thing is as well, it usually happens three to six months after this has happened. So it doesn't happen immediately. I remember when we were chatting earlier, you were saying that there's really only one type of hair loss that is like truly hereditary that is not, that you probably can't kind of come back from. Can you talk a little bit about how to come back from the types of hair loss that you can come back from and how to tell the difference? So that first hair loss I discussed, that diffuse hair loss, like after those kind of different events. And thankfully that's temporary and we can work on getting that hair back. And how you work on getting that hair back is keeping a clean scalp, making sure there's blood flow to the hair follicle, because you want it to come back in the state that it was before, so in its best possible state. If the, if the scalp's not clean, we're not getting the right nutrients, it can come back thinner. And I've seen it under a microscope where there's these tiny little baby hairs that just, you can see they're just not getting the right blood flow and nutrients. So keeping the scalp clean, stress levels down, nutrients, everything like I explained. And then there is a type of hair loss called androgenetic alopecia. And this is a genetic form of hair loss. And this usually happens in men where we see it around the temples and the crown. And then the pattern in women, um, usually it starts in around the menopause age or perimenopause age. 
um, they start to notice the parting starting to get wider. So it's not a diffuse type of hair loss. That's just, if you are say 40 plus, that's general thinning, which you can definitely work on to create a healthy environment to make sure that, you know, that either to prevent it or to help that hair come back in fuller. But the androgenetic alopecia is when there's too much testosterone in the body and this converts to um, DHT, which attaches to the hair follicle. And what it does is we typically have a five to seven year growth cycle. This will miniaturize that hair follicle and the growth cycle will be one month. So that's why they notice a lot of shedding every day. And eventually it slows down to nothing and the hair follicle dies. So there are various uh, ingredients and products on the market. There's only two drugs that have ever been FDA approved. One is minoxidil and the other is finasteride. So you will notice a lot of, you know, hair loss um, products with that, like Rogaine, uh, Hims comes out with, you know, the, it's actually, you can ingest it or you can use it topically, but they come with lots of side effects, unfortunately. But they are the only two things that have been clinically, like FDA approved for this hair loss. And it doesn't stop this hair loss from happening, but it can help prevent it getting worse and also prevent um, the hair from completely falling out and dying. Um, and it really is working on the DHT, blocking that from attaching to the hair follicle and then bringing blood flow to the hair follicle. That's very important in that stage of growth. And then recently there have been some clinically proven ingredients to really help with uh, this, not FDA approved because we know that that process is so expensive, so brands could never bring this. Um, but peptides, caffeine, ginseng, um, and stem cells all work very well. And these are plant-based stem cells, not human stem cells, um, to help create that blood flow, to help create that healthy environment for the hair to grow, to really kind of like bring a, the nutrients to the hair follicle to really help that. And um, so we are very excited that we will be launching a peptide stem cell caffeine treatment <laughs> in the, on 1010. But yes, it works really well. But something that happens with minoxidil, the, how you deliver minoxidil to the scalp is through uh, alcohol. It's the only delivery system that will deliver this to the scalp. So what happens is, even though it's, a, it's an incredibly effective ingredient, it brings in inflammation to the scalp because of the alcohol dries out the scalp. So what we notice is people having then other scalp issues. So that's where we can come in and help as well. So our stem cell serum is anti-inflammatory. I recommend that using it with uh, these treatments as well. And another thing to note is that, you know, not one product or one thing is gonna, gonna work here. It really is about a protocol for um, hair loss. So diet, stress, sleep, ingredients that are in products, like all the different steps, like a pre-treatment, massage, using a massage tool, a derma roller works extremely well in delivering a lot of these ingredients to the scalp, but also speeding up the recovery and the hair growth um, cycle. And then just consistency. I mean, what you said earlier about if your body is missing a mineral, the first place it pulls from is the hair. Makes a lot of sense. Your hair is not filtering your blood or doing anything cr mission critical here. <laughs> mission critical. But it's, like, it's a dead thing. We don't need it. That makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> but also to your point, if you really are depleted, then even the best, most intentional products in the world are not that you put on your scalp are not going to get to the bottom of that. 
But I do want to give us a minute to be able to talk about the different things that Action Acre has. I know we're running short on time. I want to be respectful of your time, but tell us a little bit about, you know, we've heard about your background. We've heard about the importance of scalp health, the importance of all of, you know, how we can actually treat these different issues. I'm a little bit curious to know if you can spot treat bald spots. Like if you're like, oh, I'm getting like some, you know, a little thinning like I noticed around my temples. We always hear like, you can't spot treat fat loss. Can you spot treat bald spots? And I'm curious um, how you recommend people using your products, how you can layer them. Can you bust a myth about using products on a clean scalp that would might make your scalp then feel oily? Because I know we've gotten some curiosity about that. Take it but away. None of the products have been oily. That's a, I'll let you know. No, I know that. Oh, but okay. The people don't know that. Joy. People don't know that. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah, so you can absolutely spot treat because you, you can see exactly where the hair loss area is. So if somebody has, you know, androgenetic alopecia, you will get it in that area. Someone who has postnatal hair loss, you will get it around the temples. And actually, a derma roller is amazing here. So you would derma roll that area and then put the uh, treatment on top of that. And because you can really see that area, it's very easy to do that. Um, so the various different types of hair loss that you would spot treat. The same as if you had a bit of psoriasis, you can spot treat that area as well. You don't have to put the scalp treatment all over. You can like, you know, put it in for... I always say to people, like, we're here to fit into your lifestyle. So if you've got five minutes to put a treatment in, put it in for five. We, we recommend 20 but really like five minutes is better than nothing. And so all our treatments are created with the hair in mind. So I do say to people, you know, if you, if you maybe don't have the budget to start on your scalp care journey, go into your skincare closet, start there. Start by trying something like salicylic acid that's maybe in a facial cleanser, use it on your scalp first. And um, when it comes to leave-on serums, unfortunately the ones for the face aren't designed with hair in mind. So the ones that we do create, are either usually water-based or something like that so that they absorb quickly. They do not leave a residue, but definitely start out by trying everything that's in your skincare cabinet, see what works for you, you know? We're, as I said, here to fit into whatever your lifestyle is. So shampoo as often as you can, but if you have something going on with your scalp, just do it a little bit more often. And if you're worried about your dry ends, actually a really good tip is to put a hair mask or conditioner in to your ends and then just focus on shampooing your scalp and then just rinse out and condition as normal. I am worried about my dry ends. This is this podcast is about me now. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> like what about she, the myth of trimming your hair more often? Is that a thing? For, no, I mean, like for hair health? Hair. Yeah. It really does help with hair health in the way that if you have a lot of spit ends, it could fray a little bit. But it's not going to make your hair grow any faster. Right, right, right. I was going to be like that. There's the, the ends are different. How yeah. would the ends but it makes make it makes yeah. it appear thicker and fuller and healthier? So, in the amazing quiver of the Action Acre products, what is something that you recommend to your friends? Like, what's the what? Where should people start? First off, I would always start with scalp treatment because when I look at anybody's scalp under a microscope, <laughs> everyone has a bad scalp no matter who you are, unless you've just done a scalp treatment that day. Um, and it's actually how we won our first a Vogue editorial when we launched. We went into the office and met them and they were like, I'm so happy with my shampoo. And I'm like, let me show you it under a microscope. And they're like, wow, okay, now I understand scalp health. And um, so everyone is shocked really when they see their scalp under a microscope. It's like seeing your face if you hadn't washed it in three or four days. Imagine what it would look like under a microscope. There'd be dead skin everywhere. Um, so yeah, 
That's my first. And then something that is free is just teaching people how to wash their hair properly. It's so important and it can really make a difference. Like you, you do notice when you go into the hair salon to get your hair done, like your hair lasts a couple of days longer probably and it's because it's been washed properly. And you notice the difference. I notice the difference. I, I try to pay attention to like where they place the shampoo and like how they start I'm like trying to pay attention to that. And another plug, all of these tips are on uh, Act and Acre Instagram. It's A-C-T-A-N-D-A-C-R-E. You're in Sephora now. That was really cool. It was so cool to see the video of you in Times Square with like the Act and Acre sign and like popping some champagne. So now Claire and I have decided we need to come to New York City and see you and have our scalps evaluated so we can show our listeners how gross our scalps are. Oh, please do. That would be amazing. <laughs> I love it. I'm like the I I play around with people and I say like I'm like the doctor pimple popper for scalps. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes. Totally. Totally. I I know that these are not your products are not designed for kids. So I don't want any, you know, non non-authorized use here, but Miles, my son who's almost 8 had horrible cradle cap as a baby and never really got rid of it completely. And I just, and I thought it was dry skin. So I was like, well, we washed his hair only like once or twice a week because I thought I was drying it out. And then after talking to you a couple weeks ago, I was like, all right, we got it. We're going to start washing your hair every single night for two weeks. We washed it every single night. We used the scalp recovery. And then guys, if you don't know, now, you know, <laughs> they ha action acre has this scalp gua sha, like comb. The people in my house fight over it. It has become so many tantrums have been had over the squash tool. Everyone in my house wants to just sit in front of me on the floor while I sit on the couch, while I give them like a head massage. My husband has physically moved my children out of the way so that he can get a scalp massage. <laughs> but so I started doing the scalp thing to my son. And, you know, earlier when you were saying, okay, you know, do for about two weeks, do it. That it took two weeks. This is something he had been, we could not address. We had used like squalling, like all the things, you know, the, whatever you read on the internet, how to fix this and nothing had budged it. And I just kind of thought like, well, this is just how it's going to be within two weeks. I am not exaggerating when I tell you it was completely gone after almost eight years. So I am a huge so believer. Happy. <laughs> it was, I was shocked. Like I literally have not been able to budge this. I've tried all the things and I finally just resigned myself. So I'm a huge believer. Joy and I um, have been using a lot of the products. As you guys know, we've been talking about them in our ads. So I don't want to, you know, turn this into a whole commercial. I don't want to, because what I truly, I don't want people to think that this episode is just about, obviously we love and believe in your products, but I don't want people to kind of like tune out and think, oh, this, this, you know, is just like one big epic ad because we really have had our minds blown by your, this area of expertise and just mm -hmm. this entire world that mm -hmm. we're always complaining and, and, and asking questions and trying new things around our hair. It's such a huge focus for so many people. And then yeah. to realize that there's this whole enormous factor that most of us don't even consider in our scalp health has just been, I don't know, at least for me, it's very mind-blowing. It's truly mind -blowing. a breakthrough. It's mind-blowing. It's really important. That's why we were like, this is really, this is not something that we push for ad sake. It's just whenever we meet someone that we're like, this is something different and really special that you're providing and you're just a genuine, lovely human that we're so excited to kind of see where this goes because this is a fairly new business too. So like, this is just the beginning. I know. Thank you guys. And it's really, 
been amazing to be able to share this kind of like education with people and like my team laugh at me because they're like you couldn't sell anything I really don't care about the sales I honestly like I'm on the DMs voice noting people when they ask me okay what styling product should I use because I've been a hairstylist for 20 years I've worked on set um, I know the best styling products for people to use I'll recommend other things and like I said at the beginning like start with your skincare stuff if you're not ready to make that jump yet I just want you to feel good about your hair and understand why it's happening and how you can help it. Because that's the most important thing to me is that you feel good about your hair and that we give you this advice and then you can take it and do with it whatever you want. All right, so where can people find you? We, we spelled out your Instagram account a minute ago, but where else can people go to find you? Um, if you want to reach out to me personally, I'm at Helen Reavy. And that's H-E-L-E-N-R-E-A-V-E-Y. If you need subtitles for my accent, you can also put them in. Um, <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes too. <laughs> um, and then actinacre.com. Uh, those are where you can find us. We have our own website and then we're also available at Sephora. Amazing. And you can take a quiz online to see what products might work best for you. There's a lot of information, a lot of information about the research, about their products, about your background, a lot of Q&A. So it's a really informative website. Definitely not just there to sell, but also educate, which we appreciate. Well, Helen, thank you so much. I feel like we could talk all day long. My Like I've been saying, my eyes have just been open to this like whole world. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was supposed to be thinking about this this whole time. And now I'm excited to start thinking about it more. And we appreciate your intention behind everything. And maybe one day we'll have to have you back on to talk about some more behind the scenes fashion weeks. Yes. <laughs> or if you ever need an assistant, you know, I work for free. I just like palace intrigue. I'm Joy is just going to stand there and try not to freak I have out. A friend, that will just be so you, her. Yeah, I will try not to freak out, but I will, I'm will. i a really good runner for coffees. But I do, just to give you an insight to my life, I have a friend who works at the Oscars who's trying, or a friend of a friend who works at the Oscars because I want to be a seat filler. Like that's my passion. I just want to be in the <laughs> She just wants to be where the people are. I just want to be where the people are. <laughs> I love that. And it is like the adrenal rush about, of being backstage and doing that and like you know you have like four yeah. people that r- arrive five minutes before a show starts or something like that there's 10 hairstylists on them you get them Just done in all... like two seconds yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like it's i so love great. that it's amazing being behind the scenes it is. yeah so maybe we can do a behind the scenes episode at some point too but we're so excited to see what other products you come out with and thank you so much for being here in your time and the amazing products that have changed our lives already so we're excited to share this with our listeners and thank you for having me guys 